Vivid Nectar Podcast, episode 237. We live. We're back at it. We're going to be covering bits and pieces of the Kanye Allo interview. From there, we're going to be discussing Fantano and Drake. And Drake, man, disappointing. The whole entire ordeal was just, it felt like a meme that actually wasn't a meme. So it's just like, oh, okay, this is real. This, <laughs> this is terrible. And then we're going to be going over some of the, some music topics as far as my reels that I posted this week. Don't worry. We're going to be back with another episode later. Later on the next two to three days. Got to announce it now. That way you guys can look forward to it. Now, going into the Kanye Allo interview, seeing the past couple weeks has been, has been shaky with Adidas and Gap. Kanye is making money for these companies. It's not like he an employee me in an employee. He's in a partnership with major corporations, Adidas, Gap. And for Adidas, this man's making you millions and millions and millions. I mean, Kanye right now is on track to make over 500 mil with his Adidas deal. Anyhow, he's been fighting control over his own brand. Yeezy. Adidas calling the shots and not informing Ye about him. That we got an issue there. The same thing going on with Gap. And we're at a point right now where Ye and Gap recently terminated their partnership. Right now, Ye and Adidas, it looks like they're on some rocky waters, but it looks like the contract, you know, for the next couple of years, they're going to do their thing. We're going to find out what Ye does next. But Kanye went from, you've probably seen his, but most likely you've seen his infamous rant on Sway in the Morning from you ain't got the answers as far as him wanting to start his own branding and then the obstacles facing, the obstacles he had to face. And now at a point where this man making 500 mil off the partnerships with these companies, well-established companies, it's phenomenal. And there's a quote that you probably heard. Like you probably heard, you're like, that's some bars right there. I know when I heard it, I'm like, of course, that's a, that's a yay bar right there. It's not that I'm not right. Sometimes I'm just not right now. Now, there's something we could all learn here from this quote. And not just for the sake of, oh, man, this is this is super deep, bro. Like, you, as a Ye fan, you know, sometimes, sometimes we'll be like, damn, yeah, you really surprised me. But aside from the, yo, like, my mind is bone. Sometimes, with whatever you're doing in your life, just because other people don't see it, just because other people aren't agree with it. And you know what? For that moment, for that moment, not everybody going to be rocking with it. It might not be the timing for everybody else. And to a certain extent, you might even question, yo, is this something, whatever you do, is this something that's right to do? But if you continue to believe in your vision, in yourself and what you have planned, eventually it's going to be right for everybody else when they catch on. That's how I took the quote. I'm not going to, I'm not, whenever I break these quotes down, it's not for, oh, this is how you should take, this is how I took the quote. This is how I want to reciprocate it. Because we've seen this manifest for Kanye from having issues with corporations not wanting to, you know, help him out, be on board, such and such, to not being at a point where he, he, made, he made Adidas to where it is today. He making them bang easy worldwide. Jumped over the jump man, depending on who you ask. Easy jumped over the jump man. And we see, we saw this go full circle. Today, Kanye himself saying, hey, you know what? Sway was right. Sway was right. And then whenever Kanye said that now, that Sway was right about telling him he should, you know, instead of going to these other corporations to start what he needs to do, he should be in charge of everything. Down to the material, down to how the, the, the from the material, how it's being manufactured. If you want everything under your own direct control, Make sure everything's under your control instead of being in partnerships and agreements. 
because there's compromises when it comes to partnerships and agreements. Now, another thing about that, when Ye said he was right, knowing what Sway said, the first quote that came into my head was, it's not that, it's not that Sway was, wasn't right. It's just that he wasn't right back then. I feel, I feel infinitely more amazing redoing that. And this is important to know because we could say, you see Sway, he was right all along, but something Kanye had to understand these past couple of years or like close to a decade. This wasn't the same Kanye that we had when he was talking to Sway. This wasn't when Yeezy was established. This wasn't when Yeezy arguably jumped over to Jumpman. This isn't, you know, season one, two, three, four, five, up until right now we're anticipating what? Yeezy, Yeezy season nine, as far as his clothing. Kanye had to go through these partnerships and agreements, through these ups and downs to really understand his, not just understand the vision and what he wants, to understand, all right, how do these corporations work? How are these materials made? What factories, the, the relationships he's had to gain? And most importantly, I think this is a very underrated, underrated part of all this, the money. And I'm, I'm not saying this from a point where, oh, man, I understand everything about business. Listen, y'all, right now I'm understanding how to how to build my business, how to how to pave this foundation down and, you know, to develop it, nurture it. I'm in my learning steps. But from what to my knowledge, Ye didn't have the most money at a certain point. He was technically in debt. So to, so to think that back then, Ye would be able to have the same success he does now by doing it all by himself without the experience, without the relationship, without the, without the hands-on process of how these companies manufacture their shirts, their shoes, everything that goes into it, I don't think it's happening. I don't think it's happening. And even right now, I don't believe that Sway was exactly right back then but sway is definitely right right now because this version of kanye is ready to have everything done under his own brand everything from the manufacturing from the material the entire process to where if he wants to set a product at 20 dollars, it's because he called the shots if this ain't a partnership this isn't an agreement this isn't something that well we got to talk to a bunch of executives so on and so forth is yay, but he wouldn't have reached this point if it had if it wasn't for Adidas. If it wasn't for, even though it wasn't much with Gap, having that Gap situation to really be like, oh damn, it really ain't sweet out here. Regardless of the billion dollar deals, regardless of the track record with Adidas, and it was another quote there where he says, not exactly, but it was along the lines of even with his reputation. And he felt he hasn't done enough for these companies to respect him. And I was like, damn, yay, that's how we're feeling right now. All right. Another quotable that I want to speak on is Danny Harris. The man who thinks he can and the man who thinks he can't are both right. Now, I want to discuss this for those of you, whatever you're thinking about. As, as, as amazing as that Kanye quote, that Kanye bar was, this is also true. Not, not pertaining to any situation, but hey, listen. For people that feel they can't do it, self-explanatory. If they feel they can't, they can't. They're right. Who's anybody else to tell them no? At the end of the day, it's up to the person, the man who thinks he's right, he's right. Now, we could tie that quote in to what Kanye said. 
Because if you really believe in yourself and anything you do, it just go through whatever you got to do. And you're going to find out for yourself if you were right or not. I know that definitely sounds a little bit weird. But what do you mean if you're going to fight yourself? I mean, if you think you if you think you can, then you're right. You just got to believe you can until something stops you. A little bit messy. That's the way I would describe it. And another send off that I got from the interview would be be the maximum version of who you are. Be your maximum character, and that's where your maximum happiness will arrive. And what better person to learn this from than Ye himself? Whether you, you know, certain people want to dismiss him for quote-unquote mental health. Other people just want to dismiss him for any other reason. I'm not telling you to praise the man. I'm not telling you to love the man. But one thing you can say, that man's a maximum version of himself. And, you know, to anybody that listens to this and you're listening to me say it, definitely apply this to yourself or whatever you do. I know, I feel like I'm getting a little too preachy here, but those are some of the stuff that I got from the interview. And as far as the business side of things, when it comes to timing, hey, I always say you're always at the right time. If you feel you're behind, you're not behind. If you feel you're too far ahead, you're not. You're always at the right time. Now, going into the Fantano and Drake situation, I'm a little bit late. It's been a couple of days. But I wanted to save it for right now, episode 237. Listen, Drake, he's a fan. Can, can nobody say he's not a fan of Fantano? Now, originally with the fake uh, vegan recipe that Fantano posted, that was perfect. And the fact that Drake, the fact that Drake bought in for that. And then the way he responded to your light, what, light one on your existence and the whole thing with Fantano's wife being black, like, oh, I'm surprised that, you know, I got to search up the exact quote because I felt it was, it was so ridiculous. I felt like it was such a meme that I was just like, is that real? And we a little messy. Oh yeah. Another thing. This should be the first podcast episode where I have a visual. I have a background visual. I want to definitely do this that way. Every podcast episode visual, we could break it up, chop it up, so on and so forth. And right now, this is the point where I'm like awkwardly staring at this to get the exact quote. I'm sorry. I, I should have done this a lot better, but we're going to get there. Oh, man, I should really edit this. Anyhow. Anyhow. He basically said, calling his existence a light one to a 10. So on from there. A couple of things to note. Number one, Drake's a fan. Ain't no way you're going to go out of your way to message Fantano to say this. And first of all, whoever, whoever allow him to send the DM chubs, y'all need, you need to handle your mans better. Secondly, he's a fan because he must have watched every single review. He had to. Ain't no way he just watched one and was just like, oh, that's how he feel. He probably watched every single one. He was just like, ah, oh, no, nah, no way. There's probably one he probably loves. If you're reading this, it's too late. He, I think he gave that, what, 8 out of 10? But to be a fan of Fantano, listen to all the reviews, and you feel personally dissed to the point where you got to say, oh, your existence is a light, <laughs> a light one. And then to know his ranking system, that's the best thing. To know his ranking system, to try to use it against him, it doesn't make you, it, did, it didn't make Drake look any cooler. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, use his ranking system. It's it more like you're familiar with it. You're trying to use it against the creator, the, the man that made it. It ain't going to work. But the most disappointing part about this is instead of create, um, t- 
taking in constructive criticism or even having a relationship or, you know, not striving to have that relationship or even having, you know, some kind of interaction like Logic did with Fantano instead of just being like, well, you know, forget Fantano for the rest of my life, but maybe have legit conversations. Hey, maybe even improve the music. We got to go this route. So, you know, I would have enjoyed if it was just a vegan recipe. I would have preferred that timeline compared to this. Because for the future of music, hopefully, hopefully this pissed Drake off enough to up the quality in his music. I hope so. But for the future of music, if this is the constructive criticism you can't take, hey man. I mean, I enjoy, for the most part, every Drake album. But I've come to terms with the fact that from Take Care to More Life, that, that's going to be the range that it just... It, I'm not going to say Drake can never achieve again. But that's going to be the range where Drake, you're not going to touch again. And that's all right. It's all right. I got to come. I got to come to terms with it. So, okay. That was messy. Definitely childish on his end. Still can't believe it happened, but we had to talk about that a little bit. Now, going into some of the reels that I posted on Instagram. I'm going to put the link. I'm going to put the link on the reels. A couple of things to discuss. Number one, track of the days are back. Now, as far as doing track of the day every day, track of the day every day, we're getting there. We're doing the track of the days, if not consecutively, every other day. Merch, that's something that I've been preaching. If you guys haven't seen it already, Vivid Nectar Instagram, I'm going to put it right here in the description where I will have the merch. Well, and the, the merch is pinned on my profile, so you're going to be able to see the shirt. The whole My Liquor design is coming out soon. Again, finishing a couple things on the website before that gets finalized and you'll be able to cop one. Going from there, it was interesting. It was interesting listening to Michi Darko's Gothic Luxury. Because I've always, for years, for years, for years, since I believe, I want to say like what? 2014, I was like, damn, I can't wait for that solo album. I can't wait for that solo album. We finally got it. No, I'm not disappointed. I'm loving it. But it's one of those things that would I have preferred my imagination of a solo album dropping to what we actually got? You know, it's one of those things that crossed in my head. It's like, damn, I'm, don't, I'm, I'm enjoying it. But would I have preferred like that? That album I imagined in my head that we could have gotten all those years ago. I don't know. I just felt like that was something to, something to share. Something to share with that. Listen, this is a bit awkward. I'm not going to hold y'all. Usually, I, I got to a point where I was used to long content. Now, I was, I'm still getting accustomed to doing reels. But now, having to do these podcast episodes again, going back to long content is like, number one, I need to breathe. It's getting a little hard here. Number two... I could keep complaining about, oh, we could keep going with it. And going for, okay, so Gothic Luxury, I want to give a more in-depth breakdown on that. Trust me, I'm going to do it on another episode, enjoying the album so far. I want to talk about why do we care about lyrical rappers on these award shows? I made a reel about it and to discuss it further here. If you guys didn't know, I didn't discuss, if you didn't catch on, I didn't discuss the Grammys this year or last year. I don't discuss award shows usually ever, for the simple fact that, who cares? And not for the fact that, I mean, who cares? You know, award shows, they're dope, whatever, more awareness. But do you really think the people voting for these, for these, for these lyricists, so on and so forth, like they really listening to the albums? 
I'm pretty sure whoever's in charge of deciding has somebody else that comes up to them like, hey, this is what I think is the best. And I know I'm, I'm assuming over here and then push it out there. But even then, I feel the most lyrical rappers always, always are not going to be on the commercial side of things. They're not. And they're putting people that, and this is a BET. So honestly, the BETs, I don't know why people really care about the BETs when it comes to music. I'm over here ranting off about the Grammys. But when it comes to awards in general, we all know they're going to butcher it somehow. We all know the person they choose on the technical level. Are they really lyricists of the year? Like, it would be different if it was like, push it. You know, let's say Pusha T would have win or something like that. But when you see in the nominations, I don't even know why Drake on there for nominations on BET. Don't understand why Jack Harlow on there again. And I already forgot the other folks. All I know, Jid ain't on there for whatever reason. And yeah, I just wanted to get that out the way. And as far as the food content, the food content, it's going to be posted more of it this week. I got videos I have to edit. And unfortunately, not for unfortunately, and that's going to be it for episode 237. It's weird because I had this vision of how this episode was going to go. Started recording and then suddenly the vision disappeared. So we're going to continue to get more polished. We're going to continue to keep things going. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll be back at it with another episode before the week ends. I'm out.